0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chris and Andre Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 44 of the Chris and Andre Show. I'm Andre. I'm Chris. You're such a douche. <laughs>
1: it's time for politics
0: so i've been uh i've been just trying to figure out how to just bottle up all the excitement of waiting for donald to be out of office
1: yeah it's kind of like um i don't know if you ever saw the play waiting for godot no (laughs) So it's basically a story about two guys uh waiting for a good third end. man who never shows up. Oh. that's the entire play is these two guys waiting um but no, I mean like i I am with you I think it you know it's one of those things where it kind of re- i think it's a good reminder of just how relative time is because now that we want something <laughs> yeah. And we know when it's coming. It's it gonna take it faster ever. Yeah, you know, I mean, like these are gonna be two of the long. I mean, we thought these last four years were long for some of us, but it went right by uh, pretty quickly. Wait, you know, that's a, yeah. Um, I think to some degree, like I, I did a little bit of ostriching um, early <laughs> in, uh, in his administration, where I just kind of stuck my head in the sand and said, like, I'm, I'm just gonna ignore. I can't take this like <laughs> like it did it wasn't until like uh
0: twenty nineteen when he started really campaigning again where his nuisance factor just exponentially went up. yeah, it was just like, oh he's gonna go for reelection. he's really gonna go for re-election, yep, here we go. he's really gonna do it
1: I mean and <clears throat> it's it's his favorite part of being president i lo- I was reading. I think it was a CNN article today, uh, an op-ed about, you know, Donald Trump has clearly has no interest in being the president anymore or doing the job of president. Um, and I, I mean, it's true. The guy was spent his what, 283rd day of his four year presidency golfing. Um, yeah you know, has made one public statement about the coronavirus and you know, what's going on there. Has is doing absolutely nothing to try and reignite talks about a stimulus at the federal level. no, uh, he
0: had a tweet. And, oh, did he? Yeah, he had a tweet that said, uh, need big stimulus now. I didn't know what if he was talking about the economy or something else. Um and he Maybe
1: he just took his little blue pill.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to wager and say that. I mean, <laughs> um, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's like, dude, you don't want to be there. You know um, Anderson Cooper had this, his opening segment last week or maybe, yeah. He's like, he started to talk about him and he just says, it doesn't matter. It's not important. it, it It just doesn't matter. I mean, the guy really doesn't matter. I mean, Um,
1: CNN is going all in at this point on, you know, like kicking the man while he's down. And I mean, I don't really blame him after everything he's done for the last four years uh, to them. But it's uh, was it Jim Acosta that said, you know, he can say whatever he wants right now. But on January 21st, he just becomes another Internet nut job or something like that. like. (laughs) I know. I saw uh, Don Lemon uh,
0: last week and he goes, all he does is watch, you know, cable news. So I know he's watching right now. Hi. I was like, does not get any more blatant about where people feel this guy is?
1: i think we talked about this before right Mm -hmm. Okay, i will look at it later after my podcast okay you want to say hi real quick
0: hi hi sweetie how are you he said
1: how are you good
0: good (laughs) how's school going
1: how's school going
0: good good so school's good Mm -hmm. what have you learned That's very good. That's very good. Anything else? Verbs. <laughs> okay, cool.
1: <laughs> verbs are um, a subject. What are verbs? Sure. <laughs> what is it? What's a verb? Um. It's not a subject, it's an action.
0: Good job. I good job know. I know like I, I'm i not gonna take that away from her <laughs> well good seeing you honey bye bye sweetie enjoy it while you can yep. so this this just <laughs> in White House official says Trump seriously considering canceling Thanksgiving trip to Mar-a-Lago it feels like quote it feels like bunker mentality unquote <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought it was gonna say canceling Thanksgiving. And here it was that everybody was worried that Joe Biden was gonna cancel Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Christmas.
0: Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah.
1: Did you see where uh people got all up in Jake Tapper's mentions because he had said something about well it sounds like you know it's it like basically sounds that's gonna be hard for us to have a Christmas. Like a normal Christmas and and people were like, Oh, Jake Tapper is canceling Christmas <laughs> <laughs> and he's no. like, no, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I don't even remember what the exact context was, but All right, hold on one second. I got to take care of the cat. So this is this is my favorite thing right um dad I got this app that I want and it's for learning and she's like i just need your pin I'm like no and then she comes back she's like dad in order to get the app I need your card number <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's funny that's super funny <laughs> I, I i um I don't have this um I will say that I kind of agree with a lot of the commentators and journalists that, you know, it's over for Trump. I mean, he's really, you know, playing himself to be um, a weasel. I think Nixon went out with more grace than what this guy is capable of
1: doing. Yeah. I mean, I. <sighs> who would you go back to and think, like, handled it? as poorly, if not worse. I mean, like, uh, was it um, Hoover? <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I was reading that, because right after the election and everything, uh, somebody was talking about the potential damage that Trump could do. Maybe I think maybe you had sent me this article, um, you know, in the, like, last couple of months here as a lame duck president. And it referenced what, uh, Herbert Hoover had done basically leading up to FDR's, you know, inauguration and yeah. that because he was so diametrically opposed to what FDR wanted to do. He tried to get FDR to basically say, you know, I'm going to stick with everything that Hoover's done. And like, no. And then went as far as to like start undercutting and like undermining the policies that he knew FDR was going to put into place. And, I mean, like some people are worried at this point that Trump, I mean, like Biden himself kind of said it, that, I mean, if we don't start talking about transition at some point, lives are going to be lost. Because it's like this clown, <laughs> to it use goes- Joe Biden's term, you know, isn't doing anything and doesn't care anymore. So It why- goes
0: back to like the hardest thing that we've had to endure this year is letting him speak the hardest thing we have to do now is let him show his true colors and his real, um, his real support of this country. Yeah. And
1: or lack thereof
0: or lack thereof. Right. Um, It, it is what it is, you know, like in the, the fact that people are humoring him, he's like, a he really is like a child and it's, it's sad. It's beyond, it's pathetic. It's not even sad. It's just like, yo, this is, he's not even an adult. He's like a
1: child. I mean and that's uh, <clears throat> you know I think for for those of us that were not sold on him 4 years ago that's I mean that was always my kind of uh, thing as I I looked at it as that is childlike tantrum behavior you know and just so many signs of somebody who is not I mean frankly not <laughs> What is it? He went after Hillary for not being like, you know, having the mental capacity or the emotional, you know, fortitude, basically, to handle the job of president. Like, this guy has spent more time whining and complaining about how other people treat him unfairly. (laughs) Mr.
0: Art of the deal. Mr. Success. It's not even funny anymore to make fun of them because it's so pathetic. It's like. We've already got our pound of flesh, and it's not worth it. He's not; it, he's just that pathetic. It's yeah. not even becoming of a sleaze ball to pick on a sleaze ball for being a sleaze ball. Uh,
1: yes, and that's you know that's where I'm kind of I don't know. It's it's difficult because on one hand, you know, with him. I almost think that, you know, with him being, like, the reality TV persona and all of that, that it, he's taken... I mean, he's almost like a wrestling character in my mind, you know? Like, he's, like, the bad guy who's just out there doing the bad stuff to be the bad guy, you know? It's, like, whatever it is that he can think is, well, this is what's going to piss off the liberals, you know? Like, that's what I'm going to do because that's what riles up his base. And, like, it, you know, like, that's where I'm just... I I don't know. Uh, If he cared about his base,
0: he would also understand that at some point, not everybody that voted for him is probably 100% sold on being part of his base.
1: No, and I don't think he ever understood that. I don't think he really, I mean, I think there were people in his campaign that understood that. Um, But I don't think that he, because again, he wasn't willing to surround himself with anybody but yes men people who were going to tell him what it was that he already thought or wanted to hear. And so ultimately, even when people like Brad Lewandowski or whatever, like, or, you know, was, were bringing things to him and saying, Hey, this is really how we ought to be pivoting on this in terms of, you know, our approach to policy and on the campaign trail, he was going, no, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I'm sticking with this. And, and, that was it. That was the end of the conversation. That's where. That's why that guy's not fit to lead. You can't lead a country that way. You cannot only be willing to surround yourself with people who are going to do what you want. He He was incapable of managing any relationships outside of the people that he specifically hired. And even those, he ultimately got rid of them usually within a year. I mean, almost every single year he was firing somebody and rotating out, you know, some cabinet member or some, you know, whatever it was, because ultimately they had done something that he felt was on, you know, like, well, you let me down or you said something that I don't agree with, you know. But
0: the thing I've noticed about him is he catches on to things that people say. And I've got two points here. One, like the uh, the MAGA million March or whatever that. Oh, yeah, was. I was like yeah funny thing is dude like some people just support you and when you start interviewing those people it's like they just they want something to attach themselves to like they buy all your merchandise they they echo they, they now echo your opinion that Fox News is turning liberal and OAN the truth and I'm
1: like oh no No. now now it's newsmax
0: yeah newsmax newsmax and oen are his his go-to news sources because they're so reliable
1: i mean how bad is it when fox news isn't (laughs) on the side of the outgoing republican president oh it's pretty bad dude because it's like it's people
0: distancing themselves from him but that's
1: where i guess i don't understand you know like the the people like lindsey graham you know who who seem like they're just going whole hog uh, you know to some degree, it, the money that Graham and I don't I still don't understand. I don't
0: understand completely the influence of money in a political uh, race. Yeah. But the people that threw money at him the last 30 days of his, you know, you know, failing effort probably came from his base. They probably came from Trump's base supporters. Um, now, albeit very like it was desperate how he did it. It was kind of like he owes him a favor. So now Lindsey yeah. Graham owes Trump, uh, which makes him like the ultimate do boy. Now um, he gave a million dollars of the same money back to Trump, like his pack so that he could just pocket it and pay off debt. And I know there's some arguments out there, well, that, you know, sometimes the state's party was taking up the lead in these cases, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, you can try to spend that however you want to a lot of the money that goes into these coffers stays in the coffers. Like you can look at Elizabeth Warren. You can look at Bernie Sanders. You can look at all those, you know, the, 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 monies that they collected, they can use it if it's attached to something political. Yeah. Is that bad or good? I don't really know, but that's a topic for something else. Yeah. The second thing I kind of noticed is that, you know, when he called his 2016, uh um, I guess, victory, a landslide. I'm almost curious as maybe it was Kellyanne Conway that told him that it was a landslide. And he felt like that because he used that ongoing. He's like, oh, 306 or two, 223, that was a landslide. That's a landslide. But then I did some research and Barack Obama, both of his elections, even the ones where he lost states afterwards were bigger than 306. So and if those... you want
1: to measure it as a landslide, then you won by a landslide and four years later immediately turned around and lost by the exact same landslide right. margin, except you lost by way more in the popular vote this time.
0: And once again, President Barack Obama is better than you. Well, um,
1: yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I, I think it... I I mean, I, you know, I know you've been much more active on the Twitter uh, you know page lately. I appreciate the weird shout out slash compliment slash. I don't, I don't. know what that <laughs> could.
0: The robot dancing. That, that was,
1: was. I mean, that was pretty impressive. I got to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I. I mean, I. I don't know. I. I don't bother replying to the people that reply. But every once in a while, when he says something stupid, I like to. I mean, and I know he's not really gonna like ultimately see it or whatever. But uh, especially hitting him with some really good gifts. Uh, like the, you know, when he, uh, all caps, I won the election. Uh, Michael Scott's, I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> um, what was it? Yeah, he said something about oh, progress because of that. Uh, the article, Arizona? No, it was um, uh, Paul Ewell, the uh, Wesleyan, Virginia Wesleyan University dean. And his Facebook yeah. post about like you basically if you voted for Biden you're anti-Christian, anti-American, and uh, he
0: didn't he didn't read the follow-up story.
1: Yeah, that, that dude got <laughs> fired. Basically, I mean, he resigned, but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I said yeah, we are having. I replied something to the effect of yeah, we are making progress. we're, we're finally getting rid of you, and hit him with the uh, Obama mic drop. Gift because I knew that that would just be something if he happened to see it I mean nothing I would make me happier at this point than they get blocked on Twitter by Donald Trump
0: oh that would be amazing like yeah. people go at him but he asks for it and it, it's again it's it's like uh, I hope he doesn't put the country in, in danger with this whole you know p- potential move to take troops out of the Middle East um yeah. granted I am for you know, I am pro military, so I'm not going to be like, nah, you know, but I also think that, um, he's not thinking big picture, you know, like he's going to go out just throwing grenades. It's that's going to doom him for 2024. He's going to, all he's doing is really splintering the party. Uh,
1: I mean, you say doom him. It seriously like the the image no, of Donald I'm, Trump. But I'm it, saying like you think he's actually going to run again in 2024. I know he's been threatening it, but is he going to be running from a prison cell? I, I don't I don't know. Running from Australia <laughs> or from Russia? Like I mean is the dude just going to be campaigning around Russia to try and curry favor there? That's that's a good point. That's a good point. I but I mean I look, I
0: think about it this way. His his family is going to have to be like associated with him. Like, yeah. At yeah. the at the end of the day. Now he may not give two shakes about his family, but Ivanka and and, <laughs> and Jared, and Jared they're going to have to like hide in a
1: a freaking carrier part of a plane just to get into New York. Did you send yeah. me that article uh about like, you know, basically is this what you wanted or, you know, Okay. Yeah, like that was that was a great piece because it was I you know just you guys were kind of like that in between right? You had your crazy dad, but he wasn't like the you know freaking president of the United States. But then yeah, they saw their opportunity to, yeah. and I mean yeah, like nothing would have legitimized him more than winning a second term, and right. it would, and in the end after that it wouldn't have really mattered what whatever happened. Because it would have he he would well I got voted twice that you know that's all that really matters is the people voted for me twice and then they could basically hitch their wagon to that Um, but yeah I mean and that's where I still think going back because I don't I don't want to spend too often much time on him now that we're finally getting rid of him Um, but it's I I lost my train of thought so then then I won't even. Go well, back to that. How I will that? say <laughs> that uh, the the cable,
0: <laughs> the cable news is going to have like some serious withdrawals when like he's out of office. He's going to be like, uh, he literally will be just another, you know, crank pot on the internet. Um, yeah, And I don't think that, I really do not believe that he's going to have a, people are giving him too much credit. He does not have the grips on what will be left of the Republican party because I, I think those guys are going to, Turn on him just as quick as they turned on uh, Sarah Palin. Uh, You know the Tea Party. You know nut jobs.
1: Why do you keep a loser around? You don't. You don't. I mean, Donald Trump himself wouldn't keep a loser around. Yeah, right. Like,
0: yeah. I mean, he's he's crazy, and I I think you know. I want to give. I want to give President-elect Biden. uh, I mean. I do think it's going to be fair that he gets just as much like attention to, you know, to what he's trying to put in place as we, as people, we people give to Donald for his massive failures. And I also, but I also want to be fair. If like the operation warp speed thing, Mm -hmm. this is what I, I said. This a couple of weeks ago, he does good things, but then he, does 40 more bad things to kind of like make that go away. It's right. like, it, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. like
1: the, the, the ultimately the bad's so grossly outweighs any good that it doesn't matter what good he's done. And that's where right. I think a lot of people kind of miss that, you know, because that's where, that's where I would get kind of frustrated with, well, what about this? Well, what about, you know, he's done this. Well, what about these improvements? I'm like, yeah, Okay maybe those are things that have improved or you know like did occur during his presidency because <laughs> even there I don't I don't even really attribute a lot of that to him if anything right like right. I mean
0: he was just there
1: right he was the person that so, that ultimately was like yeah okay I think that that's something my base would agree with right that's what it really like that's something I think could get me to to get me reelected is what it really was it, or or it could make me some money yeah, yeah those he, were the two things that he based and i'm you know like i know a lot of people get really upset because they feel like it's just a constant disregard i think for any you know any any good that he's done but i'm with you in that ultimately it's not you can't just look at the good stuff you know just like with any president right well i mean you and i have sat here and criticized Obama and Bush and you know presidents on down the line for the things that they did that weren't right and I mean even president-elect Joe Biden right like we sat here and talked about the 94 crime bill and guess what dude has said we made mistakes and I want to work to fix that you know like what what more do you want from somebody that's (laughs) where I just I I don't understand how you know people what about the 94 crime bill you know he hates black people and I'm like the he hates black people. Like
0: (laughs) that's all you got. He hates. And if that were even a good argument, it's like, uh, let's talk about recent things. And then I want to stop talking about Trump, Mm -hmm. Mr. He loves our military to paraphrase his, his lack of grammar. Um, he shows up on veterans day, 25, 26 minutes late. Doesn't say anything is only there for six minutes. It's like, no, he doesn't. You, his actions say something completely different. Let's talk about how he wants to tweet about how the COVID spread in, in Europe is expanding. And he's like, well, the, the fake media doesn't want to cover this. Actually, they are.
1: Yeah.
0: But Mr. President, you're the president of these United States. What are you doing? You're pointing fingers at somebody else. You're concerned about them. But what what's happening in your own backyard so you can't i, I could can no longer i don't think i ever did all right maybe i gave people the benefit of the doubt of trying to defend this guy but they always get stuck just like he does on what's really actually happening it's like you can't have it both ways it's just not it's not possible that you can't have it both ways yeah. um i think that uh president-elect biden What I'm most anxious to see is how can he. Here's, here's what I'm struggling with. He's been right on all of his methods and tactics so far, you know? And when I started to really recognize that was how he started out in the primaries. He wasn't following suit like everybody else with these, you know, fantastical things that they wanted to accomplish. Yep because that's not where people live. Right. You know.
1: He also didn't go he didn't lean super far left. Yeah. Right? He didn't he didn't try to go and say, "Well, I need to collect all of the extreme left, you know, all of the Bernie Sanders supporters, all of the Elizabeth Warren right, you know, backers." He I think you're right. Like he looked at it and said, "Okay, yeah, I want to find a way to fix the healthcare problem that we're dealing with right now, but it's not... I don't think that a Medicare-for-all program is the solution, right? Yes. And great. You know, like, that's... I, I, I think there was, a, again, like, a lot of kind of guff or grief given to him for being more of the centrist, you know, leaning candidate, but it's like we've talked about before. That's where most people are most people aren't on the extremes and i think you know what it what it really boils down to maybe more than anything is that what you've seen on the right is more of a a lean to the extreme with, right. especially over the last 4 years with trump and on the left there's there's been that push from that but even like you know like and like an AOC has now started to move met back more to the middle right and I think recognizing that there's I mean frankly there's an opportunity right to make significant change within the Democratic Party while also recognizing that these fantastical ideas aren't practical enough to get implemented now so figure out what can what changes can we make now so that we get the ball rolling i mean you know like uh the affordable care act i feel like is it was part of that right right or was designed to be it's like you know okay yeah you guys are gonna butcher the crap out of it but if i can at least get this in place then we put some type of system like it's the beginning. Right. And then we can figure out how we tweak it and fix it from there. And yeah. so. I, I think that,
0: you know, one thing I hope for with most presidents, even when I look back at President Obama, I didn't agree with him on a lot of things, but he surrounded himself with smart people. Yeah. And I could respect that. You know, um, I didn't agree with anything about Donald Trump when he was, you know, president elect, but I saw that he he did. He gave the impression he was going to surround himself with smart people, but he acts them just, just the same. Yep. I think that, uh, what I'm really starting to appreciate about president elect Biden is again, he's surrounded himself with smart people and it's not so much about owing favors and, you know, like the, uh, the, the Alito, um, guy uh it's like it doesn't matter like this person gives him a perspective on how to get the job done and where we need to stop uh, as the as the people that voted well we need to stop thinking is that we know what the data uh, the day-to-day and the tactical expertise is of this president-elect we have to trust him to you know to call the game like all the way through. And that's where some people need to, honestly, in my opinion, you can disagree and that's fine. Voice your disagreement, but move on. Like we all have to basically say, okay, I can see there's some merit in this choice. I'm going to let you drive the car. Well, you're not driving the car. Sometimes you just need to be quiet.
1: Yes. I mean, I you know, I think the president is in a lot of ways, you know, the equivalent of a CEO um, in that, If if your president is sitting there trying to figure out how to make the educational department functional, he's not doing his job. Right. You know, like he needs to have somebody in charge of that who's capable of doing that. And, yeah, occasionally you have to drop down to help. Right. Or to guide or whatever. But if you stay there too long, you're not doing your job. You're not doing your job. And you know, and like, do you know who taught me that? <laughs> oh
0: man! Well, I'm I'm glad you listened because I was, <laughs> I was very well put. <laughs> uh, like I, you know, I can look at even uh, the Harris pick. Same thing. Yeah, I I I can look at it seriously, objectively. Like, huh, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And there were a lot of people that thought that. Um, he backed himself in a corner with determined that it had to be a non-white woman. Yeah. And I think he knew what he was I think he already had that short list in his mind if I'm being honest.
1: Yes, I don't think I mean he he wouldn't have come out and said, you know, <laughs> honestly, that's that's such a Donald Trump move, right? To come out and say pull something out of his ass in the middle of a press conference and say this is what I'm going to do. And then turn around and go, go find me, you know, a a A non-white woman somewhere that I can get to be my running mate. But, yeah, I agree. Like, he had three to four solid candidates already that fit that profile. That he knew that's where he was going. And I think for multiple reasons. But ultimately, he knew that any one of those candidates were probably going to be – I mean, not not that any one of them would have – been the right choice but that he felt confident enough that one of them would ultimately be the right candidate for to run with him and i think you know again talk about surrounding yourself with smart people it's also surrounding yourself with people who have different ideas than you that see things differently i mean he and president obama were much like that you know they weren't the same person and provided a different perspective on things, and I think that was that's what you want in leadership. You need right. that that person who supports you, but also can provide a different perspective on things. Right.
0: I want to. I just want to say this because I've been really like pondering this, like in you know, um, I didn't vote for President Obama, and I, I know I've been very open about that. But I can honestly say that watching a few of his interviews and some of the clips of interviews, dude, like did a bang up job. And I'm not talking on all the policies. I think as a as a leader, some and sometimes you hire people to fill a role that can grow into a role. Um, yeah, and I think he was able to pull that off. Um, and what made me really kind of realize realize that, huh? I kind of missed that dude. <laughs> Was uh, the fact that he's opened up about how that. <laughs> can I?
1: Where's the Double bu- bubble. Can I have some? Not right now. Okay. okay. What? Um, You did all your extra chores too? Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, you can have free time. No technology though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know. I gotta get rid of the cats. One second. <laughs> I, I think I, I'm almost positive her chores aren't done, but that's okay. <laughs> um, things in this world. Sorry, you were talking about President Obama. Uh, yeah how
0: how the decision to like he how the decision to run for president impacted his family, and how he's been pretty open about that. I'm like, huh, I've been there too. Um, so it makes me think that he's definitely may not have been prime for the role, but he was able to grow into the role. And uh, was pretty successful
1: at it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we've talked a little bit about the coronavirus, uh, just in terms of Trump's lack of wanting to hand things over. We spent the weekend in the mountains, um, you know, up Colloey, Whittier, Franklin. The mountains, mountains, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know the the Tennessee we part of P- North Carolina, <laughs> if you will, Deliverance
0: uh, area, yeah.
1: And I, I, it's just, it's really disheartening when you go and see so many people. I mean, like we went because we had spent all Saturday just kind of like hanging out inside. It was a really nice day. Helena was starting to bounce off the walls, so we were like, let's go to the park. She'll have fun. Last time we went, there were a few people, but it wasn't like super slammed. It's a big park. Right. Apparently they had they've started softball? Oh, okay. They're softball like adult softball leagues? Oh, okay. There must have been like 100 people there for Ooh. softball alone. Not a single person wearing a mask. And I get that you're outside, but not six feet apart, not, you know, like I just, and like we're walking around with masks and we're the ones getting weird looks. You know
0: what? (laughs) I, I, um, I don't know what to tell you about like, um. We didn't go to the mountains, but we surely did see some people. Uh, we went out to dinner the other night and there are people walking around a couple people walking around in downtown impacts without mask. And I just, I think people think this is a joke. I, th- I want to say it's uh, Montana or Iowa with a 56% positivity rate. um, And I'm thinking to myself, what, part of like you could die do you not get like you know uh, I've watched a couple of nurses give their horror stories where they're just like freaking out this one nurse said that you know just in I guess the past week or month like 650 people died and she lives in a small town that's how many people live in our town 650 people so that just completely wiped out our town and I don't understand um, nor do I want it to pretend that I understand, nor, nor, nor do I really care. Cause I, I want to, I, I think I've come to this conclusion and it's been hard for me to get to this conclusion. People, and I've hearing pe- person after person say, I have freedom of choice. Oh, really? You know, there is a, a freshman Congresswoman that said, you know, my body, my choice. Oh, Really? Those words come back. They don't play very well when you're trying to tell people what to do about their body and their personal choices. How can you have the same argument? You're so pro-life that you only care about the unborn life, but you're potentially killing other people. You potentially could spread a virus that will kill somebody else, but you're pro-life. Yeah. The hypocrisy in that, in all those statements, It just blows my mind and I hate to say it. They get what they get, man. They really do. I'm sorry.
1: Like you can't change stupid. You just can't. Yeah. You can't. It's just, but it is, I mean, it it is just one of those things where I think ultimately as, as much as I recognize that it's still, it's kind of sad, you know, like it's, I think it's sad that we're, that we're at this point where people allow that, type of thing to become politicized and that and to buy into that you know um and and i and just to not understand that it it doesn't work that way that it's not you know it's not a matter of well if i don't wear a mask then i'm the one who's putting myself at risk and nobody else is at risk you know like it'd be one thing right if we were all wearing walking around in in freaking hazmat suits right with full filter respirators on. And you said, I don't want to do that, right? Okay, but that's not where we're at. You know, like, well, wearing masks doesn't save you. No, but it could save somebody else. And the fact that you don't care enough about the other people around you.
0: Mr. Pro-Life, Mrs. Pro-Life.
1: To take such a simple precaution,
0: Mister Pro Life, Missus Pro Life,
1: is. I mean, you said it before. It's, it's it's just pure hypocrisy, and it's it's. I don't get how you can't how they can't see it, or whether or why people don't.
0: It doesn't. You know. Here's the sad part. It doesn't matter, man. It, it really, doesn't. it really, and I, I have, I've had to. As opposed to making myself go crazy, trying to understand it. Like now I'm watching these quote unquote red state governors beg and plead their citizens to wear masks. mask. Mm-hmm. Oh, now it's a problem. Like you wanted to, you, but we all understand why it happened. Because the outgoing president of the United States had no interest in
1: the American people he saw it as an opportunity to make it about red versus blue. Yep.
0: And he doesn't care. Like, unless there's something that I'm missing. And unfortunately I've watched all of his public appearances for, since um, February. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I'm pretty, unless I miss something like, you know, I doubt it. He's not given two shakes about it. He hasn't. So it's, I, I don't, I mean, I care, but I'm not overly concerned. It's not in my circle of influence. This is kind of something like, huh, that's, that sucks. It's happening, but there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. And I, you know, my heart does go out to the nurses and doctors, you know, people that have taken a Hippocratic oath to do no harm and to try to preserve life. And the people that they're caring for are just disregarded, you know, our you know, Donald, Dude, there are so many reasons why I don't feel you know any amount of sympathy for this guy. Yeah. The fact that he cares not about the American people enough to do the right thing. There, it's not that far fetched to think you're the president of the United States. You can, we can go all in on you know policy debates. We can go all in on tactics. But at the end of the day, you just have one job, man. Like, try to figure out what's the best thing for the country. Is the best thing for the country to have almost 250,000 people dead? In his own words, to par- well, to f- paraphrase, after the election, we're, we're not going to hear anything about COVID. Nope, you're wrong. A plane could crash and 500 people would die, and you won't hear anything about it. Actually, that hasn't happened in a long time, but to be fair, my dude, like 250,000 people have died and you haven't said one thing. So you can take that in one of two ways. You lead how you're led. If you don't talk about it, we won't talk about it. Or you're ignoring the issue of the job at hand because it's too much for you to do. And if it's too much for you to do, maybe you shouldn't be in that role.
1: Should resign. resigned. I mean, oh, I don't know what? that anything would have been that much better with Mike Pence in charge, but... I <laughs> You know, I just uh, i i don't. There was absolutely no benefit to having Donald Trump be president.
0: No, it's not. It's too much for him.
1: Yeah. They real, and I've said that. I've said that to not
0: just not just people like, or not just about Donald Trump, but I've said that to people that work for me. Yeah, I've had the same conversation. Hey, you're you're complaining about this. You lead how you're led. I mean, how do you expect people to do the things you need them to do if you're not willing to support them, give them resources, you know, roll up your sleeves and do some of the work with them, train them? Or is this too much for you? Maybe we need to find another role for you. It's a hard conversation, yes, but at the same time, it's the right conversation.
1: Yeah, because what's better, leaving that person in that role to fail? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. At, as weekend. president of the United States of America and that's not really, but yeah, I mean that's where we were. So, uh, moving on from losers and on to some winners from this weekend. Um huh. sports. The Indianapolis Wolfpack, as I am going to call them from now on, uh not the Colts, but uh, <laughs> <We> <laughs> apparently have one- North yeah, Carolina wrong. State, North uh, or Midwest—I don't uh, know our Midwest campus up there. Um, <laughs> that's, that's such a reach, man. But go ahead. All right, so we had Philip Rivers, Naheem Hines, and Jacoby Brissett all score touchdowns in the Thursday night game, um, which was pretty pretty awesome. Um, I I know I know it's silly, I just. It's. I mean, look, man. I gotta. I gotta enjoy my wins where I can get them. Okay. Especially in the NFL. I mean, because I'm with you at this point. Like, like, can we just pop this season with a big old pin? Because <laughs> after like the last two weeks with the Seahawks, man, I'm like. I mean, the Colts aren't winning the Super Bowl. The Seahawks were my best shot, but that that defense and I don't know what happened to the offenses this weekend. <sighs> I'll tell you what. I mean,
0: I know that state wants to actually retire uh, your boy's jersey, right? Who? Uh, Russell.
1: They already did. They did. Uh, I mean, okay. I mean, no, 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 no. So state doesn't retire jerseys anymore. What they do is it it gets like a special patch. Why? Well, okay. So Mario Williams number nine got one. Let's what, let's. Okay. Go. Why? Because. He's Russell Wilson, man. I mean, he was here for three years. What Are we going to have the conversation about Russell Wilson now? Is that what we're going to do? I mean, I'm actually... Did I, as a state fan, tell Russell Wilson he wasn't allowed to come back to my university? He left. Yeah. And if he hadn't, he probably wouldn't have ended up in Seattle. So...
0: Wait a minute. So what are you trying to do? You're trying to take credit. State's trying to take credit for the success of Russell Wilson. Is that, is that no, what
1: I'm It. No. W- okay. It's not. Look, two things. Two things first. Right? One, in his time at the North Carolina State <laughs> University. You know your school sucks when you start saying the. Well, yeah. Uh, shout out to Ohio State. Um
0: <laughs> who had their butt handed to him on a late night game. But anyway.
1: Yeah. Uh, he was three years. He was our quarterback. Right. And for and in those three years, he set the ACC record for most consecutive passes without an interception. He was like an AC, all ACC freshman was. I mean, like he 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 achieved many things. They won the what was it the Champ Sports Bowl against Geno Smith and the West Virginia Mountaineers. They finished in the top twenty-five, which at NC State is a big accomplishment. You know um, what's
0: sad is that you don't have any of this crap written down. So no, you're that com- you're that committed to this fantasy?
1: <laughs> like, it's like, not a fantasy. It's my fandom. <laughs> Whatever. Like you don't have stats of some random Broncos player just, somewhere. That's yeah, like, not the
0: point. It's not the no, point. No, it's right? not the point because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about Russell Wilson right now. Like, so I would I would go more so to say Bradley Chubb more so than Russell Wilson.
1: I love Bradley Chubb too. I mean, like, why can't it? I love both? This is what I'm saying. Right. Look, but if I had been the head coach at the North Carolina State University, there is no way that I sit there and go Mike Glennon <laughs> is the quarterback that I want to play this year. I'd rather l- send Russell Wilson away because he wants to play baseball than let him do that. Because I I'm a, I'm afraid that I'm gonna lose Mike Glennon. First off, Tom O'Brien, you were such a shitty fucking recruiter <laughs> when it came to anything after your like first full season. You got Mike Glennon, and then you were like, "I got my four years. I'm gonna retire after that." <laughs> he always do the sniff. Um. Anyways, that was the whole thing. Like he had nobody behind mike glennon and knew that if he lost mike glennon he was screwed and i understand like you was sitting there going like well, what if russell doesn't come back russell was going to come back and play freaking football he wasn't going to get drafted in the first or second round of baseball like right. it just none of it made any sense the whole story is you know supposedly that tom told him well you can't you know i'm not guaranteeing your spot because you're not going to be here for spring practice and so you know like and and or but Russell says that he wanted to wanted to at least have a comp to compete for it. And Tom told him no, which I find hard to believe. Ultimately, yes, Russell Wilson left North Carolina State University and went to Wisconsin. I rooted for him at Wisconsin because I like the guy because I'm a yeah, fan. There's nothing here. wrong
0: with that, but state has nothing like to. That's like breaking up with somebody, and like. I don't know, I
1: okay, like, I'd say I, you're not wrong, but I would take it just to, I, I I'm gonna shift your analogy a little bit, right? It's like, okay, you you have kids that date, right? Yeah. Have you ever had one of your kids you know significant others that you just really liked and then they broke up with them or the the relationship yeah. ended for some reason? Do you ever still <laughs> talk to that person? No, and no no, do you ever wish that you could? No. No, you were never like, Man, what happened to Cheryl? I I have said that Cheryl was the best.
0: (laughs) I did say that because remember one of my sons like was dating a vegan. I'm like, Yeah, you gotta let her know like I messed up. It's totally, it's totally doable for me.
1: I just think it's more like, you know, like the parents, the, I mean, it's not, you're not yeah. this parent anyway. So you're a not invite. Example.
0: I wouldn't invite her over for like Christmas or Thanksgiving dinner. That'd no, kind of,
1: not with like them there, but I'm saying state, like, you know, like that's what state's doing. No, it's, it's mm. okay. Look, first off, Russell Wilson and NC state still have a good relationship. Russell Wilson's issue was with Tom O'Brien. And I get that Tom O'Brien was a representative for the university, and as representative for the university, he made a mistake. Right? That's fair, but my point being, it's like... And I think to some degree, the university is the one who's acknowledging that. They're sitting there saying, yeah, we let this old fart make a bad decision. (laughs) But Russell, you still be our. But (laughs) but yeah, like, dude, you're the best. You want to go steady. You should have been here for that fourth year, but I still argue... He wouldn't have – I don't think that, like, Russell Wilson becomes Russell Wilson unless he goes to Wisconsin because I think he played against better competition in the Big Ten. He played against different competition. I think the fact that he was able to go in as a transfer and become the captain on the offense said a lot in terms of his – the way that he could kind of you know get guys on board or or to buy into whatever it was, which in the NFL is a big deal. I I know, I know, but I'm – I just say I think State is just being like Yes. Eh. Yeah, I mean you're not you're not wrong, right? But as state fans, you're that's defendants. what I want because I I'm the one who's sitting there saying y'all fucked up and you better make this right. It's just like Jim Valvano. I feel the same way about that, right? State in a lot of ways should have absolutely no business claiming anything about Jimmy V. Right. Because of the way that they ran him off. They crapped on him. They absolutely did. I mean, like, no, but, but as a state fan, that's the last national championship that I can cling to as a state, as state university. Right. I mean, you've have, that's the other thing is that you have leadership that's in place now that had absolutely nothing to do with that.
0: That's something that, no, I get that, but I, it just looks tacky. It looks tacky on state's end because it's like, mm, uh, no, you know,
1: I don't disagree. Okay. Like in, in some ways you're right. I, I see what you're saying. But, at the same time, as a state fan, it's what I want them to do, so I'm glad that they did it.
0: But I want Russell of-
1: Wilson coming back and hanging out at halftime or doing whatever. I want Russell Wilson's name up in the stadium because I watched him play for three years, and he was one of the best quarterbacks we've ever we've ever had I, and I don't yeah, I get it i I don't should dis- he have played four years here? Yes, should he have won an ACC championship? Yes, did Tom O'Brien cost him that on multiple occasions? Yes.
0: Well, it's kind of like my uh, debacle with Denver right now. Okay? Oh, the Denver debacle, dude! Everybody's like crapping
1: the bed. And I mean, did fun. you? I I did not know that uh, Denver has lost the last five road games to the yeah. Raiders. Yeah, Ouch.
0: the Raiders and the Chargers were like my upset stomach. You're ne- for- your
1: your nemesis. Yeah, nemesis. A- <laughs> uh-huh. Nemesis. <laughs> <I wasn't- laughs>
0: i almost did the same thing um <laughs> but it, it's like drew lock i want to like him i really do but <laughs> <laughs> i really want to i <laughs> i really want to like drew lock but it's like he's like the white cam newton he's gonna get himself killed <laughs>
1: he's white cam newton um I mean, apparently that's what all of the white quarterbacks are doing in the NFL now is getting themselves killed standing back there. But, yeah, I mean, look, Drew had some nice plays earlier in the season, some good games even. But I I don't know, man. I mean, like playing quarterback in the NFL is hard. It it really I, no, is. I, no, I, I'm going to stop you there,
0: dude. Like I, Here's why I'm going to stop you. Please there. do what I'm starting to see is that it, we've got drew Brees like playing stupid, like well, you're hurt. You're hurt. You gotta, got it. You got it. Yeah. Broken you got to call it. You've got um Nick Foles. I mean, you get a lot of people. Like I think football is football period. Right. I think the quarterback has one freaking job. And I think that yes, they are going to get sacked every now and then. Right. I think that um, you've, man i was it there was a lot of stupid quarterback news in in this past week where i'm just like yeah "Yeah, i'm I'm over it like this are the injuries inflated because of little to no practice time are the injuries inflated because everybody knows it's going to be kind of a, a a rat race to get the playoffs and people are hurting like they're literally going after for some bomb attacks are the injuries inflated? I mean, there's a lot of reasons where you're like, yeah, yeah none of this looks good. I do. I read an article that says uh, Drew Lock is uh, he, he's a nightmare for the Denver front office. Totally get that. He hasn't settled into the game. He had two games out. You know, yeah. they were like by week week four, they already had three different starting quarterbacks. He just has to settle in the game. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think he needs time. Yeah, he's absolutely. not playing for
0: a freaking spot. Like that no. was never the question and he's playing and I only got to watch it. I do have uh what is that crappy red zone crap? Yeah. <laughs> so I, gosh, that that's annoying, but he's playing like it's, he's playing for a spot and that's where he's going to get himself banged up, bruised, make stupid mistakes. And then his season and possibly his career After if not this season, yeah, next season.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, you, you're absolutely right. Like, um, You know, hell, it's one of the it's Cam one of,
0: Newton's Cam Newton's playing like he's playing for a spot.
1: Yes. Well, and in a lot of ways, Cam is because Cam's only getting paid if he achieves certain measurable right. this season. I mean, that was the way that the whole contract was basically structured in New England. Um But he had the starting spot. He's got the freaking right he's got the right
0: makeup to be a hell of a quarterback. Those are it's like the opposite of Tom Brady. Tom Brady should have like no disrespect, Tom. He should have called it.
1: Yeah, like, I, don't, I mean the the uh <laughs> yeah i i don't know it's um i think look i don't i don't think that drew Locke is done you know i think he's got i think but you're right he just needs time and with all of the i mean denver's had just a ridiculous number yeah. of injuries right and not only just to him but then you had philip lindsey that was out and um courtland sutton and so I mean, it's just, you know, he's playing with, I mean, and granted, right, that is most of the NFL. I get that that's it's not an excuse in terms of where they are, you know, win-loss-wise. But, you know, like, I'm with you that you've, you know, if you're Denver, you've got to figure out how you put him in the mindset of, you know, you're our long-term solution, right? right. You're not, this isn't a one-and-done season for you here. We don't want you to to kill yourself, yeah, we want to win, right? And we need you to do what you need to do to win. But you got to look at guys like Russell Wilson who take chances but also get out of harm's way, right? I mean, that's – even Tom Brady to some extent, right? He kind of figured out if I'm going to get hit, this is how I should get hit. This is how I put myself in position so I'm not – you know in the middle of leaning into a throw when i'm getting sacked right um, i take
0: yoga like tom brady i mean crap I, I don't know what the call is but it's like i'm not going to make excuses for the guy i don't dislike him i mean denver that's my squad i always like denver has got my heart and and mister elway big fan big fanboy get the qb to settle settle in the game like settle in and it, But do you think do- that elway i mean I think a part of it is Schumer. I'm starting to get on my, like, Pat Schumer might have to go. Like, I think it, it might be time for some fresh eyes. I don't think he's seen the game the way he needs to see the game. It's a, it's like you have some fresh legs in, mm-hmm. right? And you're thinking of all the possibilities. Well, the reality is those possibilities aren't going to be the same with every team. Like, you can't keep trying to cheat out the Raiders' secondary you can't try to cheat out like and i and i you have know, been watching a lot of plays i'm like do they not see the secondary why was that even an option
1: see and i feel like that's that's a lot like what's happened with seattle recently i feel like they like from an offensive standpoint they kind of hit you know like we've talked about you get a few games of tape right and then everybody kind of figures out what it is that you're doing and i feel like Brian Schottenheimer has been a little slow to recognize that defenses are starting to, you know, cheat over to DK Metcalf and figuring out how to kind of like play zone underneath to keep Lockett under control. Um, It it doesn't help that the running game has been decimated by injuries, right? right? Uh, Just like in Denver. But it's um, I mean, yeah, this season is. (laughs) it is what it is. I think as we've both now said multiple times this episode, um, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to barrel through players. Yes. That's that's, you're going to, you're talking about potentially.
0: So let's say you take, uh, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to put this evil on anybody. I won't put a name in there. You get one of these season out injuries. Yeah. Right. And you do a surgery off season. It doesn't heal. Right. The only fairy tale story I've ever seen with that has been uh, Manny. Yeah. Everybody else, it's it's literally they're done after their next season back. Right. So, at what cost? You know.
1: Yeah, and I, and then you throw the COVID nineteen risk on top of that, right? Right, where you're out here, you know, risking coming in contact with it, and w- in a profession where your athleticism and your ability to breathe are second to none, you're your putting physical, all of that in rat- at risk. Yeah,
0: your physical stature is
1: your meal ticket. That yeah. is what got you a ticket to the dance. Yeah. Um. So, I have you started watching any more college football? I know, like you, you no, said you're I'm, going I'm, to, and I know that, that I, but I, I just.
0: I just, you freaking, just can't I I can't man. it's I, I, tough
1: I mean I'll, I'll tell you like I mean you see some of these scores man the uh the I, I didn't watch any of the game but I saw the like the, the Carolina Wake Forest um score and it was like 59 to 42 or 47 or something like that and I went That's back a and basketball like, game yeah well a Virginia basketball game uh but yeah then I'm like sitting there looking at the uh play-by-play you know drives and just you know the the drive results and it's like touchdown punt touchdown 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 field goal touchdown touchdown and uh, even it's like three plays 75 yards you know a minute and 37 seconds and there's four of those in a row it's like did did the defense get off the bus i mean like what the heck is going on here but that seems like it's college football in general at this point there's so little defense being played
0: so my two biggest critiques on college football have always been well there's three so Two
1: biggest
0: or three? Yeah, I know, but the, I always go back to the same. <laughs> they're
1: three. so big that they're actually three.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One is I never know who the champion is for the. Like I never know. Like I don't care how much I try to understand. I'm like, all right, so they are like 32 bowl games. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that a thing? I don't. I don't get it. Two, I don't think the teams are that good. If you're scoring 30. If you're scoring more than twenty one points in a a professional football game, you've owned the other team. Like anything over twenty-one for me, it's kind of like, okay, now you're showing up.
1: Okay, grandpa. (laughs) Okay. I mean I'm just saying, like, go look at the average score of an NFL game these
0: days. Are you go tell me how many running backs they'll break for 80 90 yard run? okay
1: not that not that many i get okay. that
0: you tell me but i'm just saying
1: many... you you were the one who put the the 21 point if if yeah,
0: yeah. It, i'm just saying
1: the scores are just like all right now, now you're saying just scoring a total of 21 points or more not a 21 point score differential
0: i'm saying so like if it's 24 points, to 27 that's probably a decent game right okay i'm not gonna lose sleep but if it's like what if it's 59 to 56? Something was broken in that game. Like there's there's just because the you know what happens in point 3, they go to the NFL and they get
1: crushed. I mean, yeah, get, I just because they're thinking I was great in college. What about okay, what about like 27 to 38? That's a decent game. I'm, and I'm they saying, both scored more than 21 points. No, but you're
0: all right. You're trying to, you're nitpicking. You're, well, point, you're the one
1: that said it.
0: I know I said it, but here's my, all right. You're
1: nitpicking. Let, I'm let disagreeing. Point, There's a
0: difference. <laughs> I'm saying once you start climbing over 21, right. It's like, all right, where's this game going? If you get to a game well, where this like, isn't a big blackjack. Big- I don't I don't take the scores seriously after 21. I'm like, all right, this is this is probably Yeah, like, I know, but you
1: I I just The way I the way I put it is stupid. I get it. But you know what I'm saying? Like you can yes. read between the lines. The the very the the extremely high-scoring games are not what you are here for. And I agree. Like ultimately, I want to see some defense too. Like I don't I'm not just here to watch touchdown after touchdown after touchdown, you know, bomb after bomb. I want to see bombs every now and then. Um but I saw
0: a bomb on a highlight, it was like sixty two yards. Yeah. I I don't I was like, That's not even a thing, yo. Like the guy the guy killed the safety by two steps. Yeah. I'm like, that's not even a gear. You don't have that gear in the NFL. That safety would have clobbered you. Like that is not haven't you watched DK Metcalf?
1: you know what i'm saying right? i do i and i yeah defense at the college level i do get that it's i think it's harder to coach defense at the college level because of what you're getting from the high school a lot of the times i i feel like you know what they're coaching
0: that a little bit
1: okay all right you want me to unpack that yeah oh okay I thought you said, I'm going to unpack this. Like, No, I'm not. Oh, okay. So what, what I'm saying is that I think that what you end up with at the high school level is a huge focus on the offensive side of the ball, right? Because the thought is that I can, if I have a couple of guys, if I have a, a big, tall, fast guy, right? And I have a guy with a big arm, that's basically all I need. I can just chuck it up and he's going to go catch it. And so there's not a lot. I feel like there's a lot more emphasis is put on, the offensive side there, Um, then you get to college. Now you're trying to take guys that were wide receivers or running backs that are now converting to safeties and, you know, DBs or linebackers guys are switching positions. So I think, and a lot of the, at the college level, there isn't, I don't think as much development as there should be.
0: It all, it all depends. And I'll, and I'll just say this from like watching uh, one of my sons play and all of the boys played uh, high school football. Uh, one actually uh, one is was a pretty good defensive player and one was just wherever you get if you just give him a ball he's going to do stuff that just like I don't know why that's a thing Um like and I'm talking like in one season as a freshman I want to say it was five or six kickoff returns for a touchdown jeez um he later went to play court. I mean, cornerback and would pick the ball at least three times a game. So, but he was going to school in Winston Salem, but not only was he picking the ball, he would like take the cookies all the way to the house. <laughs> yeah, so, it's, <laughs> so it's like, yo, that's dope. So I, I think that in, in that in this state, particularly there are football towns. Winston mm-hmm. is a football town. Yeah. Um, Charlotte, Charlotte, kind of is um raleigh not raleigh's more of uh we're gonna play or wake county yeah we're gonna play everything uh but there are a couple schools that are in the wake county perimeter like uh southern durham uh i had the unfortunate um pleasure of being in the scrimmage with that team where it's like dude you guys eat cows like for lunch (laughs) garner They ate like freaking whole like horses for lunch. I don't. I don't know. They're like adults playing football. Yeah. So I think you, you your argument's good, but I, I I guess my point is like there's like the some some coaches, a lot of the coaches in this state I know played college, yeah. so they know the deficiencies of like you know of where the defense can lie, you know, and they know where to put speed at. If I have speed on my kickoff return on my special teams, I'm gonna freaking I've got 12 points I can pocket for a game. Right. If I've got legs on my uh, defensive squad where I've got corners that can zip you, I've got probably six, six points per game. So I I, I see what you're saying, but I don't know if it's I don't know. I I don't know. Like I, I just don't understand what my disconnect is with college football. I don't know if like maybe you're right. They don't focus on that. But I can say that high school teams in this current history with, like, Can't. my kids has actually gotten better. Yeah.
1: Well, that's you good know, to know. I mean, maybe maybe then there will be, you know, uh, more of a change going forward as that maybe there is more, you know, that as football becomes more diverse i guess or that yeah that there become more people who have who have gone through college and that sort of thing especially cuz i think you're right like especially in this area you get a lot of guys from UNC and Wake Forest and NC State that come back to the community and get involved in high school uh, you know athletics and that sort of thing yeah. uh, or or come back to the university and work there as well and so um you know i, I think there's you know i just think that there's a there's probably not as much Maybe uh, uniform agreement on how to teach some defensive philosophies. Maybe so is, is more. So why
0: does the why does the SEC and the uh, uh, Big Ten, Pac Ten, they dominate like for
1: the most part? Well, in large part because they get big, fast guys, right?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, you were talking about speed, and I think that that that's where a lot of it boils down to is you know, recruiting the guys that are big and fast. But then at the SEC level, it's also right. If everybody's big and fast, now you have Alabama where you're big fast and you can play defense. So that's that's fair. I don't know. I mean, I think the recruiting thing does play a big element in that because there isn't – it's not like the draft where you can sit there and say, well, you know, my team sucked last year, so I'm going to get this really great defensive player to fill this gap that I need you're out there trying to recruit this defensive player who's ultimately going to choose to go ride the bench for three years at Clemson because when he does get that one season to play, he's going to be a second round or first round draft pick. Like That's fair. it's, you know, and I, I mean, it's just kind of, it, we talked about it a little bit last time where I feel like it in some ways kind of creates that system of the haves and the have nots where, you know, the rich get richer. But ultimately if you want to succeed, you have to figure out, how to separate yourself and differentiate yourself. You can't, you can't be sitting there going after the same guys that Alabama is, right? Because you're not going to get those guys. So how do you find a Bradley Chubb who's a two-star recruit that comes in as a skinny linebacker and you say, I don't have room at linebacker, but if we can put 60 pounds of muscle on you then, I mean, so, right, you you and get you can a good job for everybody. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like then, so it's all about your strength and conditioning program, right? Like having right. the facilities and all of that to be able to develop these guys, having the coaching staff in place that can teach those fundamentals.
0: Or you have like an interracial child that looks <laughs> predominantly white and everybody thinks, oh, they got like little Jimmy running the ball back and little Jimmy like has like eight <laughs> gears you've never seen before. In your right.
1: Life. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's the real secret there.
0: <laughs> so like, and I'm just saying I fathered one of those little little so-called Jimmys. Like, you, oh, that's what you thought? <laughs> um, no, this looks like a Buick, yeah. but it's really a Lambo.
1: <laughs> Let's talk about
0: technology you know what i've been doing lately i've been uh i've been i have started building my mobile app i'm super, nice it's actually kept me away from doing a lot of other things i've I oh kind so of not so up. nice well i've wrapped up 95
1: percent of my api um is that like your 99.99999 percent seitan recipe that's that i still have yet to try
0: dude it's it's on the way so <laughs> I'm sorry
1: i don't I, mean to I, distract
0: I'm excusing myself for my own, like, I, that's why I don't make public commitments until I can do them yeah. because then I feel guilty. Like right. in my mind, there's a list of things like you were going to do this, but you didn't do it. I'm like, yeah, shut up. You suck. And but I had to finish, um, the, the heavy legwork on the API Yeah. and, um, I'm a, I, I'm a stupid developer because like the best way I, I learn like development is to actually do something with it so I hate tutorials I dig through them you know the the documentation 80% of the time and then I start writing the code that I need so finishing uh, 95% of the API was what I needed except for a couple of the you know um, the cute features like I was like ah those can wait those aren't important but I need to start uh, the way my brain works is like I have to see it in action so I can understand how it works and so I can do more of it. So that's kind of where I'm at, but I don't know, maybe we'll have like a sidebar conversation because um, you know, come January, we're going to start, you know, pumping out a couple mobile apps and uh, we'll, you know, look and see how that does with uh, the podcast, because I think there's an opportunity to tie the couple things together, but I'm super I'm geeking out, bro. Like, it's, it's really bad. <laughs> so it's I
1: was really... going to ask, like, did the API, was the API involved in the creation of the mobile app? Like, are you leveraging the API for that or is the mobile app? Yeah. Okay. The, so I didn't
0: want to build the back end again because I already have a back end for my app. Right. So I just needed to add that layer. And um...
1: so that way, basically, the mobile app acts as an interface through the API um, to communicate with the app.
0: Yep. So Very it's cool. all it's literally all the same back in. I was able to literally just put that layer in there. And um it it's actually better than the experience I've had building this platform is better and more exciting than the one I built at E area because I see how it is. No 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 well, you
1: already said it. It's too late, can't take it back. <laughs>
0: Uh, the reason well okay let me explain the reason why it's better is because um, like I've learned a lot and I can actually think probably six iterations in the future and it's not uh, I'm not forcing myself into a box as I write the code so yeah when I wrote the code for the other platform it was kind of I was really experimenting experimenting with uh, something that was uh, not completely foreign to me. I just didn't know how it, it would look, you know, even two iterations in the future.
1: Well, yeah. And I, I mean, we didn't we also write it Java based so that yeah. it could interact with other platforms, which ultimately was kind of silly because it could have just been uh, API'd in. But yeah, you know, certain individuals yeah. kind of were like, well, this is really how you should do it because blah, 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 blah. What do they know? Yeah. Well, they're not even there anymore.
0: Yeah. God bless them all. Um, I did watch, I didn't watch, aside from that, like, so yes, once I get a couple things done this week, I will have the recipe out.
1: No, you're (laughs) you're
0: good. So my brain, so this,
1: the mobile app app is exciting though. Like, I'm, 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 that's cool because, you know, like, I, I think I've always kind of, I think I've always understood on the back end that that's how mobile apps in general kind of function. Right. Um, Right. But, to hear that, right that that was your the way that you kind of played it through. we like, okay, well, I'm going to build my you know uh, desktop app or web app, and then it's going to be the you know the API is going to be the piece that ultimately connects it with everything else. So yeah,
0: but, yeah. So uh, maybe I'll write a book one day and called uh, Real Software Development. Stop all your fluffy crap. <laughs> um, I watched a little bit of Apple's. Uh, what is it? What do they
1: call it? The uh,
0: and what's next or something else. Yeah.
1: I, I, I don't know.
0: One more thing. Oh, one more thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Think differently <sighs> than Apple. Oh, Apple. I,
0: <laughs> I, 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 I'm I've, having a hard time because I'm, I watched it and I was like, I I really want a Mac mini now. Um, Six 99. I can put more memory in it. That's all I really care about. The rest of it's all like it's, just crap extra hardware
1: okay but like we've talked about this couldn't you just build your own linux box for significantly less than that
0: i can and i will so my my daily driver will probably so all right behind the curtain i've been struggling with this because (laughs) the new uh mac mini is kind of like geek sexy okay i'm like That's okay.
1: I, and I understand that. Like, I totally get that. That's like, I mean, that there's that, that tech appeal, you know,
0: but then I realized I'm probably never going to buy for my daily drivers. I'm probably never going to buy another Mac Yeah. because it's just not practical, you know, uh, as far as like iOS, iOS development, I'll probably need to have a Mac in my, my setup. Right. Unless I decide, like, well, screw iOS, I'll only make Android applications. Just run but a pro-
1: virtual machine inside a Docker container. It... Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> N- never. never, never, that's, ever, that's never going to happen.
1: Well, so yeah, I mean, but uh, there, so like, uh, the more, part of the, some of the big announcements were mac os 11 and big Sur, uh which is now available um and that is a big push to update stuff around the silicon um macs that are coming out and because i saw even like in the app store uh what was it like iMovie and GarageBand both had like big updates and and the very first thing was like improvement from actual silicone, and I was like, "Oh well, that's." So what was funny though, because what as soon as I saw that Big Sur was like available, I went and said, "Oh well, I wonder if my Mac is compatible." And I looked, and I was like, "Oh, I missed the cutoff by like six months."
0: Yeah, that and that's my, and I've I've actually seen a couple of articles about how Big Sur is crashing older uh, MacBook Pros. And that's where I come back to reality of why I'll never have a daily driver that's a Mac again, because they've lost the shine of like hardware, hardware stability. Yeah. Like your computer is probably literally only good for three years and their release cycle is accelerating pretty quickly. That's Um, where I think
1: they've really kind of gotten themselves in trouble is and, and I understand that, you know, Technology advancements, right, like do kind of continue to accelerate, and that, you know, where we are increasing the amount of computing power that we have while also shrinking the amount of space that it takes up to be able to do that same computing power, you know, the phone that you bought two years ago cannot do the same stuff that a brand new phone on the market can. But as a software and hardware developer, you have to be I mean and I guess to some degree, I understand. Like it's not like my Mac now, right, said you have to update to Big Sur right. or you know, this will stop working altogether. So but obviously they will at some point, right, start to phase out and discontinue support for the older right. versions right. of these. And so yeah, it's um I think you you find yourself in that in that kind of perpetual loop where the new technology, the new hardware makes it easier or, you know, it's, not, it's almost like you get lazy, right? Where, oh, well, now that this computer can do all of this, I don't have to write super efficient software anymore because it can handle it. And I know like not all of the developers are like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm like, no, it's not a thing, dude.
1: <laughs> but I feel like to some degree we kind of end up in, in that realm where maybe like there's less attention paid and then you end up with a machine where five years you know, down the road, like you're saying, three, five years down the road, it's essentially useless for doing anything other than the most basic of whatever.
0: Yeah. And I don't, I don't live in that space and I don't choose to live in that space and that that's the problem. So you start, you know, for me, I'm, my alternative is I I'm not really into laptops anymore. I'll probably buy a a new laptop. Like I said, and a new desktop to do a lot of my development next year. Um, And I don't think Apple is for me, and I think for most people, the best platform anymore. Like I really, I'm really starting to see like where they've lost a lot of their shine. Where it used to be, and you know where it used to be, like you buy a Mac and you could probably run it for you know if you because when I so me when I buy a computer, yeah, I don't yeah. buy eight gigabytes of RAM. Right, I get like thirty-two, sixty-four gigabytes of RAM.
1: Or probably. you're getting something that you can upgrade as yeah. you go along. Yeah.
0: So like to think of getting my ROI on a piece of hardware is only going to be three years. It's like, well, that doesn't make sense to spend $2,500. You know, that's 800 bucks a year. I can write off That's stupid, yeah. you know, um, I'd rather just take the one write off and keep it moving or, you know, just for a Mac. So I don't underst- I understand where technology is going. I understand that um, there is a big push. And, and I know that we probably read different tech stuff, but the consumer, the quote unquote consumer grade hardware is becoming like in Jimmy the Greek on you know this, that's becoming a new term uh, or a term that's being used more often where you don't have, a, I guess it's a power user or a developer. So mm. power users being like graphic de- designers, um, video editors, video editors, Your
1: podcast producers.
0: Yeah. You know, the, the, the you know, the, the, The the cool kids. (laughs) So, and then you have obviously the developers, and most serious developers are moving more towards Linux. Um, I know we both saw the article that uh, the creator of Python is going to get a job at Microsoft. Yeah, wonder why that is. You know, there's there are rumors that Microsoft is going to start running on the Linux kernel. Um, What does that mean for Windows? I don't know. Go away.
1: it, Please we it, don't need I, you anymore.
0: Yeah, Windows is a oh
1: <laughs> I mean like we we should all just be running on Linux and let and <laughs> let the cool. software developers write the software that works on Linux. Like can we <laughs> Linux can just be our our new de facto platform, right? Like uh, like we have a de facto electrical current and all of this <laughs> stuff like Linux is our new standard.
0: Yeah, I mean, think about Chromebooks saw a 210% increase in
1: sales this year. A lot of it was because of educational sales. But still, right, there's a reason that people gravitated towards those. Because they're, like we talked about before, dummy terminals, where it's a screen and a keyboard that connects to the Internet. (laughs) And everything is basically run on a web app, you know, um, and through Chrome, right? And that's all you need. I mean, like there's a, you know, my kid's got a couple of the apps that she downloads through the Google play store. But other than that, everything else is done through the web.
0: Yeah. So it's, you know, so I see, I I see, and I understand the evolution of computing, right. Mobile devices, uh, web connected devices call it a day. We can move on. I don't understand. um, So here's where I get stuck. And this is what makes me always like kind of pause. The new MacBook Air is going to be $799,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right, with the new uh, silicon uh, chip. It's pretty cool, but I've used a MacBook Air, and, like, I could never use that as a daily driver.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would lose my crap. I mean, like, you you remember when we worked at E Area when the first MacBook Airs came out, they were like, Oh my goodness, are you kidding me? We could, they were buy, I mean cuz they were like $400 or something like that. Yeah. They're like we can buy these for every all the marketing department, right? Everybody that doesn't need super serious computing power. Every single time they tried to connect to, you know, uh it was AirPlay. Air, air it, yeah. Their freaking AirPlay stuff did not work every single time. And then it, was, on, I mean on top of that anytime you try to do any like running the freaking office fans. suite, yeah. <laughs> It's
0: like, is it going to, like, melt through the table? Yeah. Please make it stop. So, I, you know, but when you think, when I think about it for, like, let's say my daughter, who's going to go to college next year, you know, maybe that's a decent device. But then again, I always think, but is it, though? You know?
1: I Because I feel like they, it's like, we need a cheap version of this. It's not even like we need um, an inexpensive. It's like they literally said cheap.
0: Yeah, and it's hard for me to accept that from Apple. Right, and I've been buying Mac products before. Well, especially
1: cool. at seven hundred dollars, like I yes. mean, that's that's not
0: that's not that's a cheap. Thing. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can go buy a decent laptop for like five hundred bucks that probably has just as good, if not better, specs in the MacBook Air. Right, and I granted, Linux on The it, only and... problem is I have to use Windows, well, but I would change that. I, was just I would say, put yeah. Linux on.
1: Exactly. So. Um, I will say the one area that I, I have enjoyed some changes um, from Apple is on the iOS side. Okay. So the I had been kind of putting off downloading the new whatever uh, iOS um, version that they just came out with. But I finally did. And they have a new feature called the app library. So basically before, you know, you had like your screens and you could have folders and all your organizational crap. And I was a big folders guy. Lots of people are just like, no, I got to have my. Yeah, I know. Right. Of all the things, I kept my phone screen well organized Um, because mostly because I want to see my background picture when I'm looking at my phone. That's <laughs> all you got. I didn't it's want all-, all that crap on it um my you look my desktop right now is actually pretty clean you would i think you would you would be not too disappointed but uh i realized christy helped me point or pointed out i shouldn't say i realized christy pointed out to me that with the new app library you can basically go through and remove all of the app shortcuts from your home screen and now you just have they they auto-organize everything And there's a quick search. So, like, I literally just went through and cleared every single shortcut, and now I just use the app library, and I absolutely love it. Like That is a
0: groundbreaking feature, right? Yes,
1: that that I am sure Android phones have had for years. Years, yeah.
0: One of the main reasons I don't like iOS devices is because of stupid stuff like that. People think it's stupid, but it's like... No, I... I, When I open my phone, I don't want to see like every app I've ever, you know, I just want the ones that I need right now. Yeah. Uh, and I, again, I am not, I, I don't dislike Apple. I think Apple does one thing really well. It makes everybody else have to catch up and play, you know, play fair ball. I do think that there's a, there is a cross pollination between features on Android and iOS. Uh, there are shortcomings in iOS where, but at this, you know, for the sake of security and, you know, a stable system, they do Yeah, that that Android doesn't probably really care about. Um, Although
1: I think I mean, Android's been doing more in terms of security lately. You know, I think right. they, they understand the importance of beefing up the security front. And it, their biggest issue was just, I think, in the review of apps in the app store where they had yeah. more, you know, it was easier to get malicious apps through. Than it was through Apple, but yeah, you know, I mean, ultimately, that's just that was more yeah. policy than anything, right?
0: Yeah, and they fixed that about two years ago, and I, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and even the whole permissions thing, and I, 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 still know this to to this date that if you look at the, uh, if you look at Facebook on an on an Android as a device as opposed to an iOS device, there's a lot of permissions that Facebook you grant it by installing the application, which I still think is insidious. Yeah. Um, and I don't really, I don't subscribe to that theory. So I, th- I I, always say like, hey, it's a tool. You pick the tool that works best for you. Yeah. At some point there become, like for me lately, it's become the, the overall like cost of the tool and for the work it's going to do. Like I think iOS is probably still one of the most beautiful, you know, beautiful like, desktop environments on the planet i don't really spend a lot of time in the desktop environment so it's like that's cool but i really don't even use that 90 percent of the time i'm very comfortable with the terminal i'm very comfortable comfortable with you know how i can you know hack how my desktop environment interacts with me um, with little to no cost and a lot of those same features on a mac you have to buy those features which i think is silly right Um, but I'm a, I'm a unique use case. I'm not in a consumer like.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're definitely in the elevated power user, you know, I mean, like you're, you're much more advanced in that, in that form. And so, yeah, I think you're right. Like ultimately it it is just about what, what works best for you. Right. I think there's a Mm -hmm. reason that Macs have always been kind of synonymous with the graphic designers and video editors, because those are people that spend a lot of time in the desktop environment. And having to move files around and organize all of that stuff. And um, it can, like, I mean, I, on those fronts, yeah, like I do really enjoy some of the features that Mac has. But um, I'm with you in that I think we're we're moving towards an area where, you know, the the platform itself is going to be less important, you know, because yeah. stuff is just going to, it's going to be, cloud-based or you know web-based um and that's it's just you're just going to need a terminal to access that so yeah i've, I've gotten really
0: like and you may laugh at this but remember how i would always like why do you have like 45 tabs opening in chrome yeah <laughs> now i have like 45 and tabs, tabs open opening in
1: chrome.
0: <laughs> in chrome so it's
1: like see and i've oh. gone the opposite way like i yeah. i'm down i've got three you know like i close <laughs> this stuff out all the time I
0: have like different profiles for Chrome now, so I, I can... do have,
1: I have like six different pro- Chrome profiles, but yeah, that,
0: that makes the, I kind of get that argument. So it's, it's cool. It's, I but... mean, it's an
1: organizational tool as much as anything, you Yeah, know? but, and it's like, um, I've finally went in and added like some of my other Gmail accounts to my Gmail app on my phone. And so now I can actually like very easily switch between which ones or view everything from all the inboxes, like, yeah.
0: yeah, So I, I, I'm I hopeful for technology. I just, you know, I don't, um I'll probably buy a Mac mini next year, depending on how long, how many miles I can get out of uh, my Hackintosh and, and do an iOS development.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but it's not like mission critical. I, I don't think uh, the, I don't think an Apple computer is mission critical for me. It's kind of like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm probably not going to use that. Like I'll, I would probably never use Safari it, more than like just to test. Okay. Something. One more
1: amazing amazing feature of iOS is you can finally set a default browser to something other than Safari oh because that was like I don't want to hear it <laughs> I know but Bro. there was dude like I I got so frustrated at one point because you know every time you click a link in the messages thing it's like Safari and I'm like really like <laughs> And then, so I went through and looked, like, how do I change, you know, set Chrome as the default? And it's like, well, you can't. But what you can do is use the shortcuts feature to create this thing where you can copy it. And then you can do this and this and this. And I'm like, so it's still, I still got to do, like, three steps to open the stupid thing and the thing that I want to think of. What's the... Why? What? No. It's not worth it. No. But now it's finally they're like... And I know that... You know, part of it is just the way that the ecosystems are built. They're trying to, you know, they want people to use Safari, but then ultimately, you know, public need or public persuasion, uh, you know, convinces them that, okay, fine, we'll finally let you do this. I thing. mean,
0: think about it. Microsoft killed Edge and built it based off of Chromium.
1: Yeah. So, like,
0: there is a more popular browser. Well,
1: like Mike, Let's just be honest. Microsoft has no business building anything web-based, like, or web browser-related. <laughs> I mean, they like... Internet Explorer should have somehow granted them like a permanent a perma ban from ever touching any sort of web browser ever again.
0: <laughs> That's possible. That's possible. <laughs> what one other thing? Like, so I know I I told you I got a smartwatch for my birthday, right? Yes, you did. Dude, I love it. It's So like the-
1: Christy keeps giving me crap about like you know I need a I need a smartwatch. It's why you need a smartwatch. Why you need a smartwatch? But I. I like I don't want to drop all that money on a freaking Apple Watch, and we're just sitting here talking about all this. So I was wondering, like, I mean, I have an iPhone. What I mean, what what do you have for your wearable?
0: I have the Tick Watch C two. Tick Watch C two. And like, of course, like everything that I buy, uh, they came out with this uh, more updated version after I got it. Sure. But it's uh, from a company called Mob, Mobvoi, mobvo M O B B O I. Oh, com. boy. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I can't even pronounce that crap. Ooh, uh, that's pretty. But it's a, it's a great watch. It's under 200 bucks. Um, the cool thing about Wear, Wear OS, which is the, the operating system for, uh, for Google's smart watches and smart devices, mm-hmm. it works with iOS. So I really like it um it's got all the features that i want and especially i've been hitting the gym a lot lately so uh that's good
1: um you should actually should, try working out in the gym instead of just hitting it you'd probably get more
0: <laughs> here we go dad joke um <laughs> but but it's a great watch so i re- i really do enjoy it so uh all right if I, i'll have to put that on my okay.
1: christmas list
0: yeah, if I was to recommend a smartwatch, I would definitely recommend
1: that one. Chris, uh, I pay you enough to get you one of those yourself. One of those, you'd to put on your. I business. I was
0: hoping that you would not. Park oh, the- come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would not park in that speed bump, but you did. Uh, but I really, I really think it's a it's a good watch, and I actually been watching this company for a couple of years, and they've always had good reviews. Watching it. Oh man, I. <laughs>
1: Damn my life. <laughs> it's not like I made you say that. <laughs>
0: Damn my life.
1: But uh, that, yes, that is my daily driver. Um, nice. It's really,
0: a, it's a very, it's a good piece of equipment. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. No, that, I mean, it looks really cool. Uh, the fact that it is universal, right? And that it works with both Android and iOS, I think is, is also very uh, neat. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm running out of things to say. And <laughs> my, I will brain, say my brain is. <laughs> the battery
0: life is, it says two day battery life. Yeah. It's about it... a day and a half. So it lies. My... Well, it's clo- If I turn off, I think if I turn off the 24 hour heart rate monitor, yeah. it would be two days. What are you worried you're
1: going to die? Like,
0: I don't know. Like, No, because when I. Wo- <laughs> I don't. All right. So you would, like real, real talk. Yeah. I don't know what the purpose is of tracking your heart rate so much. Is <laughs> me like, neither.
1: That's what but it's kind of like it's addicting, right? Yeah. Where you're like, like you're trying to figure out like how can I lower my heart rate? Like yeah.
0: <laughs> but like I just turned it on because I'm like I don't know why I'm doing this, but because I can, I'm going to.
1: Next thing um, you know, Andre is going to be posting his heart rate to social media. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> it's stupid. It's like. Why do I have that on, but then I don't want to turn it off because it works with Google Fit and then I can kind of see like yeah. uh the impact of like my workouts and everything like that.
1: Yeah. Um Oh, that's cool. I mean, and and that's one of the that was one of the things that I really liked about my first generation Apple Watch when I got it. Um, uh, you know, I tried recently to use it again, but because it's so old, I can't figure out how to update it.
0: And that's another problem I have with the Apple Watch. Right, yeah. they go from they get a generation shut off. Yeah, and it's not back. It's they don't for whatever reason they don't make the software backwards compatible. Wear OS doesn't play that game. You know, I had the uh, Moto 360, and then I changed the battery myself, and I think I inherently broke it uh, <laughs> because I break things, and that's why I had to get another watch. But uh, I found the utility of a smart watch when I work out. It actually makes a lot of sense uh, when I'm driving and somebody's calling and I can't really see my phone. I can glance and I'm not just super distracted. Yeah. Um, so the utility of a smartwatch is starting to make a lot of sense for a lot of like the day to day. But I'm not committed to spending $400 for a freaking watch.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, you know, that's exactly where I'm at. It's, I can't, you know, it's kind of like with the new Xbox and PS5. Like, as much as I'd love to, I can't really justify spending that much on a single thing that does this very kind of finite, you know, yeah, tool. It's like, like it's I, one yeah. use, yeah. It's like one- I mean, like, because yes, it's a watch, right? But I mean, my phone is a watch, right? <laughs> 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 so yeah but no but that's I, good you know, i mean because that was what i was gonna ask i i knew that you had one i knew that you liked it and so i was wondering what what you had uh the fact that yeah i mean at 150 bucks like that's that's affordable um
0: yeah so. it looks good it you know the battery life is pretty 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 good and um and i'll unfortunately even with the newness factor worn off like it's still like something i use every day yeah you know it's even on, without oh, that new new yeah, even that's a new, new. It's still something I enjoy. Um, but yeah, so I, I recommend the Tick
1: Watch C2. Um, that's the Tick Watch C2. Find it at tickwatch.com for all I, your tick and watch needs.
0: See two of them on, this, on the screen. I'm not good at your stupid like things that you just did there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see two of them on the screen. I like
0: that. <laughs> It's kind of like, what was that movie with uh, Will Smith and uh, something James?
1: Kevin James? Hitch, hitch, hitch. hitch? Yeah, okay, because wait. You but... stay right
0: here. This is where you're at, right? But wait, in this scenario, I'm hitch? Like, no, yeah, you're hitch. You're like, Andre, you're not good at that. You stay right here. <laughs>
1: stay you stay right here i don't yeah. elbows 45 degrees i want to see it you stay right here no, oh, yeah. this, no, that's, this is you, none you of this. None of this. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great it's like one of the only roles that i think i can ever really enjoy kevin james in uh hey, I, yeah. I i'm just not a big kevin james fan otherwise but uh yeah nothing against i mean i'm not saying like he's you know a bad person i'm it's just i'm just that's just not my shtick
0: speaking of bad people Kevin Sorbo
1: Gosh. oh yeah well I mean
0: I didn't I didn't want to know that he was a Trump supporter yeah I
1: yeah I was gonna say you got Hercules and Superman uh dude
0: like why are you ruining my night in the MAGA
1: train high on Jeez. cocaine <laughs> <laughs> I why don't I don't,
0: want to, I don't want to know about celebrities personalized yeah
1: just just keep it to yourselves um because ultimately, we don't care, you know. Like I know I mean, for a while there, you thought we did. We, we called you influencers on social media, but the <laughs> truth of the matter is, we've never really given a shit. Uh, we're we're just here to laugh.
0: Yeah, I've the, got zero to give for you guys. At like, the misery that you experience you know, on. Occasion. First of all, you played Hercules. Yeah,
1: like, like let's start in on either. the WB. On let's the, yeah, let's I, go back, or was it UPN at the it time? It was UPN. It was it, UPN. That was it, before. Was, yeah. yeah.
0: It was super syndicated because you could actually watch it on other places. Yeah, like the, the joys of the '90s super syndicated shows.
1: Those were the days. Lois and Clark. You, oh. I know, man. Dean Kane, Uh, you know he. Yeah, I don't want to know this stuff about you guys. But you know what? Like Dean Kane got on my shit list. Uh, when what was it? The um, it was the Denzel Washington movie. Um. Uh, now I gotta go look it up it's gonna drive me nuts but it's like him and he's in Florida I know you've probably seen it because you've you've had to have seen.
0: I'm I'm doing a fact check on it out of time
1: out of time yes thank you so this yep. was when, this was during the time that I was working at uh, um Blockbuster and so I got free rentals and the movies you know we, we would get them a couple of days before they would actually come out for release and we could rent them ahead of time one of the only benefits of working at Blockbuster. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, like I rented it and watched it. It's a horrible movie. It's so and Dean Kane is like the bad guy. And that's when I was like, wait, Dean Kane, Superman? Fuck you, dude. You're on my and then I found out he was like super hardcore Trump, uh, you know, in like 2012. And I was like, No, no, we're done. Or 2016, 2016.
0: Yeah, I didn't find out that he was a Trump guy until this year, and it just broke my heart. I'm sorry,
1: man. I got to do a better job of this, letting you know these things. I I let you walk into these things far too often, completely caught (laughs) off guard. And I'm just, I'm not a very good friend is what it boils down to, I guess.
0: I I was sad. I was like, oh, man, (laughs) thinking.
1: Oh, man. This just
0: said, GOP senators congratulate Senator Harris, even as they side with Trump. (sighs)
1: <sighs> GOP. they are literally talking out both sides of their ass
0: yeah you guys you're you're definitely dead to me there there are a couple stalwarts there that i can actually be like huh you've got a conscience and some type of moral compass the rest of you
1: uh, uh
0: yeah. can't do it nope well ladies and gentlemen that's another episode in the books um thank you for hanging out with us you know we are on Spotify, SoundCloud, Pandora, YouTube Music, Apple Podcasts, uh, TuneIn. Yeah, I, I did it. I did it. You I did, did, it. did it.
1: This I is did. this is going to be our our standard ending now. Except I just ruined it by <laughs> you did by you saying did. this, but that's okay. I'll it's cut a- it out. <laughs> cut uh, it out. Gosh, yeah. you
0: can always find us at Chris and Shoot us an email, give us comments, feedback at the Chris and Show at gmail.com. We really appreciate everybody that hangs out with us every week. Um, you know, thank you, Chris, for doing a
1: bank up job for getting the episodes just like- in time. Talking about oh. out of time. <laughs> that was terrible uh, yeah I I was flirting with disaster here um, and almost let myself get a week behind but um, despite my best efforts I caught up today and got the episode published so um, you know I've learned one secret is as soon as I'm done here what I do is I save everything and then I start the audio processing because it takes about 30 minutes for it to do one track and then, before I go to bed, I come back and I set the other one and get that to roll. So that way when I get up in the morning, those two stages are done. I got an hour's worth of audio processing stuff that's completed and I can jump right into editing. So
0: And look at you being all like efficient. I'm so proud of you. I'm
1: trying, man. I mean, it certainly helped when I when I had to catch up at the last minute this week where <laughs> I already had that stuff done. So that's uh, you know, it's like I'm I'm building in these uh these buffers, you know. Eat your vegetables, right? That's right. I'm eating them all. Always eat your vegetables. That's literally all I eat anymore. Vegetables. (laughs) That's actually true. I've got to come up
0: with a new saying, crap. Um, Because now I love vegetables more than anything else. But we're glad you joined us. Uh, We're going to keep doing this because it's fun. Um, If you want to hit us up, it looks like I've been kind of hanging out on the Twitter thing. That's him, Um,
1: by the way, in case you couldn't tell. Um, I, I think that my... Well, okay. It's really obvious when you you can tell who's tweeting because one of us uses hashtags and one of us doesn't. That's pretty much. If there's a uh, like a couple of lines and then some hashtags, it's your boy right here. If there's no hashtags, it's probably him. <laughs>
0: I always forget because I don't care. It's
1: okay. I mean, I've gotten to that point at at points, too, where I'm just like, you know, it's not even worth taking the time to think about which hashtag. And especially on Twitter, where I'm limited on characters and it's like, okay, well, now do I do podcast or podcasts? You know, like Instagram, I'm just like, podcast, podcast, podcast of IG, podcast of Insta, podcast of Instagram, (laughs) podcast of North Carolina, podcast of NC, podcast of Raleigh, podcast on sports, podcast on politics. Like, and I, yeah, you're welcome.
0: Oh, man. But we're glad you joined us. Uh, As always,
1: uh, I'm Andre. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you next time. why did the pothead feel so motivated because he smoked all his cannabis